Hey friends, welcome to Kicking It with TGR. This is a collective group of seven individuals who don't look, think, or act the same, coming together to talk to you all about what's going on in the world. All right, so welcome to Kicking It with TGR. This is our first video podcast featured on our YouTube page, and it's for a very special occasion. We are celebrating our one-year anniversary, so we have recorded over a dozen episodes, and you guys have been super supportive, and we just love you all so, so much, and let's get into it. So um, I thought it would be cool for us to talk a little bit about what our favorite or most controversial moment was um, from our podcast history this year, um, just like maybe one or two things, and figure out if our you know, if our views are the same, if they're different, you know, what's the, what's the vibe? I gotta think about that. I feel no, like I one. definitely err on the side of like <laughs> more controversial nine times out of 10 with my opinion, but I can't pinpoint a topic off the top of my head, but I do think in recording the podcast, it's been fun because I've noticed like we all kind of like teeter on the same side of every conversation. Like sometimes it's like McKaylee and Delaria will think one way and I'll always be to the other side or like Leah will always come out of left field with something nobody was expecting to hear. Like, I think it's been interesting to see like where people lean in regards to like their opinion. Yeah. I think the seven boss babes with seven bold opinions very much hold true for us because we definitely sometimes don't agree, but we can respect each other's opinions for sure. My favorite was the content versus creator kind of thing that we talked about really distinguishing mm. the two. That was probably my favorite topic. And I still hold 10 toes down on that conversation for sure. But um, so to more current things, Olympics is here. The 2021 Olympics has taken over Tokyo. And um, we're just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. This is the most pandemic Olympics ever. And not even that, just like all the changes that are happening constantly um, at the drop of a dime, especially with our Black girls. So what's, what's really going on? What's tea? Well, I woke up this morning and I was a little bit sad because I saw the whole thing about Simone and her like basically dropping out. And for me, when I read it, I was like, man, it must be really, really hard for her because she's been training for this for how long? And like, she like took herself out of it. And there were a couple of news articles saying that she was injured, but then she said she wasn't injured. And it was like, you know, more so for her, like her mental being. So I don't know. It was sad. It kind of like hurt my heart a little bit to see that like, that's really what people have to go through with something that they love so, so much. And I just wanted to kind of see what you guys thought about it. I was definitely shocked when I first saw it, but I have to say, I respect her decision because all we keep hearing about lately is like mental health and how important it is. And the more that she's opening up. And if you go back and like watch like her Facebook series, she's really been struggling. And she said that this year, with COVID and the new restrictions with the Olympics and how like her family members weren't able to be there, like her boyfriend, her support system. She said that that was a huge factor as well. And 
in the Facebook series, she was just really vocal about how like leading up to the Olympics, she kind of felt that she wasn't right. So she knew like when she was midair, it said that she knew like she was supposed to throw like two and a half twists or something like that. And she ended up only throwing one. And she said it clicked at that moment that I'm not mentally at this place. So for her to be able to be in tune with her body and come out like that takes courage to come out when you feel like the whole nation is, you know, rooting for you to be like, I can't do this. Like mentally, I'm not here. And if I continue to go with it and force myself, I'm going to hurt myself. That has to be like very scary. And that's really vulnerable of her to be able to come out and say that. So I respect her decision. It is sad because we wanted to see her win, but she knows her body best. So all you can do is respect it because she's still human, just like us. I I didn't know that. I can't imagine like the stuff I didn't know they're not there this year yeah I didn't know that oh yeah they're not there but I can't like imagine like all the stress she's under because if you like been paying attention to everything everybody's always just mentioning Simone and her teammates so it's like people forget that she had like a whole team and what she left from today was the team um the team I can't think of the word but like finals yeah the team finals and um I agree with you, Rachelle, like, I'm glad that she said something because, like, people, I've been seeing people talk about it, and, like, people who disagree with what she did, there was, like, you don't give up on a sport, but, like, gymnastics is different from a whole bunch of sports. You mess up, who knows what she could have damaged, and I also like that she stepped back, too, because it also gave the team the spotlight. Team won silver, like, people, like, you, like I said, people haven't been talking about the team, but Clearly the team, they're good enough to do what they're due. And like, they're good, even if Ms. Simone won't be there. So to me, I like that part about what she did. Like she showed that they can go out and do what they did today. I also think like, she didn't really elaborate on the reason. Like she said, like she kind of like loosely said why, but she didn't really say the true reason of why. So I feel like before people are questioning like why she did something like, I don't think she would have just stepped away if she felt like she could do it. Like she's been training for this for so long, like I said. So like, that's why I was just like, man, like I feel so bad for her because it's obviously something deeper than even like her support system not being there. Like obviously it was something that she needed them there for. So I just was like, it's unfortunate that it had to happen that way, but I'm so happy that they were still able to have some success without her. I would definitely say go watch the Facebook series. It's really short. I think there's like four episodes and they're all like less than 20 minutes, but the family thing she's also talking about how like last year when she was training for it you know before it got canceled due to COVID her age she's getting older you Mm -hmm. know and she was saying like the wear and tear that it has on your body so I feel like a lot of things become a factor you know and there might be more there might be other reasons that she hasn't opened up about but I think like the family I think like her getting older she's like 24 but like gymnasts they don't last like super super long you know, so you just never know like what they're putting. She went through a lot of the um, stuff with Larry Nasser. Mm-hmm. You never know how that's affecting her to this point because she spoke up about that and that documentary came out. So, I mean, this is what she's telling us, but there might be even more that we don't know about. Yeah, I definitely, um, you know, support any decision she made because, I mean, hell, if we supported or not, that's what she wanted to do. So, like, good for her for doing what she wanted to do. I always stand on that. Um, for me, it's like, I agree with Leah, right? You're mid in the air. If you, if you mentally aren't there, yeah, it's not, it's different than like tearing your ACL or, you know, spraining your arm, you might snap your neck. Like you might not be here tomorrow. So I definitely 
feel that you have to be mentally aware. Beyond Simone, I think that we have to address the conversation about mental health and what it means to have healthy coping mechanisms, right? Because I'm not saying what she did was wrong. I support her decision to do it. I don't think quitting will always be your answer. Um, and I stand on that. Um, I don't think that quitting on your team will always be your answer. Um, of course, again, do what's right for you. I just think that we have to address the whole conversation about mental health should be one that's addressed because I think people really don't know healthy coping mechanism. It's like fight or flight type thing, you know? Um, so I think that that's a, a, a bigger conversation that needs to be had, but I'm glad that she's doing what's best for her. Um, I just hope that people find healthy coping mechanisms. So. That's my thing. Well, speaking of healthy coping, um, coping mechanisms or just coping mechanisms in general, we should talk about Shakari Richardson and how she has been banned. Well, she's well, she's banned for I think a year and some months from like um, competing for a while, but she couldn't go to the Olympics because she tested positive for. Um, having cannabis in her system. But what I find funny or like very interesting about that, a couple of days ago, um, one of the soccer players and her sister, um, they have a, a cannabis um, company. And um, there was an article that came out that cannabis is taking over Tokyo. And I found that very interesting because how is Shikari um, banned from coming to the Olympics while that's allowed at the Olympics? I was confused. Cause I was like, all right, cause somebody explained the difference. Like it said THC versus CBD in the article. That's what it was. Yeah. It was how it was um, comparing, like abbreviating the two of them. But I was like, what's the difference between like CBD versus the marijuana then? So like THC is a hallucination, right? Like it's a, it's an herbal drug. Like it's all of its herbal, all of its natural, but the, the chemicals in it causes like the high that you get. So hallucination. CBD is supposed to not have that, a, a large trace of that chemical in it. Okay. Um, but like I was saying, like, I think CBD, the whole misnomer um, about CD, CBD not having THC in it is like completely false because it does have some trace of C THC. Okay. Yeah, because in the article, I don't know who dropped it in the group chat, but it was talking about Megan Rapinoe and how she uses like gummies and stuff instead of like Advil when it comes to like her pain and like going to sleep. And she's a professional athlete. Uh, so how is that like not viewed as not okay? And she said her wife uses it as well. As well. Her wife is in the WNBA. So where's the line drawn, you know? My thing is though with, because um, I had looked it up when they had announced that she couldn't be in the Olympics because of it. Um, cannabis is under a listing because they said um, they don't want, it's under the substance list for um, substances that athletes could abuse. It's not because they see it like as an um, enhancer or anything. They don't want um, athletes to ever get used to abusing it. I found that interesting because they allow, they could allow, um, an athlete could drink they can get super drunk before their competition and they can still compete. But if they smoked maybe a day or a week or even months before, that could penalize them. But alcohol can't. And I feel like alcohol is more detrimental to athlete than smoking. Not even that. I think someone, I don't know who, so don't quote me on this, but someone was like, 
athletes do cocaine and it never is in their system because it leaves just as fast as it goes in. So athletes could literally go on a bender a couple of days in advance, have cocaine leave the system and could still compete. It would never show up on a drug test. So I don't want to get like political, but I think it's very clear who they think does certain things and they're testing these things specifically um, just as a way to hinder certain athletes. Yeah. But that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I feel that. I think for me, it was just so interesting how she took it. Like, I feel like she really handled it as a woman, you know, like she was like, I did this and these are my consequences. And I really, really respect her for that because what I didn't appreciate was that people were like, that's just wrong. Like, how could they do this? there are rules to certain stuff. Like there are just rules to certain stuff. Like you can say that the rule is like bad, but you can't ask people to bend. I don't know. Like, I mean, you can ask people to bend rules because rules are bent every day. But my whole thing was like, people were like, oh, we're not going to support the Olympics. We're not going to support the other black, you know, participants in it. And it's like, okay, but what did they, you know what I mean? So for this woman to be so like, adamant about listen if I did it then it is what it is those are my consequences and for people to just be so I don't I don't want to say simple-minded because I'm not trying to call anybody simple-minded that's not what I'm trying to do so let me choose my words carefully but for people to like I don't know just like it was a very gung-ho response it was yeah. like she ain't running ain't nobody running like, she no. right. no and another black woman did take her place and instead of us praising the fact that we still have so many phenomenal black athletes competing. We're focused on one. Mm -hmm. I think that's like part of the issue here. Like you never hear anyone speaking up on behalf of the swimmers who are there, the other track stars, but because yeah. of Shakari, it's kind of monopolized the whole conversation about black athletes at the Olympics. Cause I guess people, I was going to say, I guess people are like that though, because it was weed and like we know that weed is not an enhancer so I would say do you agree that weed should still be on the banned substance list I don't agree um I don't agree at all um but I also don't agree with people like bringing up things like oh Michael Phelps did it it was like yeah he was also suspended like you know what I mean the Olympics I'm not saying that they don't what's the word that I'm looking for um they don't compromise for certain people because I, I don't know too much about it but I'm saying the 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 what I do know about and what I do know about those people that were caught with substances in their body that they were penalized for it yeah it was really just timing like Ryan Lofty did it and he was penalized for three months but by the time he was done he yeah. was still able to qualify for the Olympics it was just really bad timing really really bad timing but do I think that they should be banning it no because if you can run high <laughs> and still win you deserve to win. I don't <laughs> understand that at all. Like, I think McKinley said it, like, I mean, yeah, it could be an enhancer, but I think for most people, like, that's impressive. That is impressive. <laughs> damage to your lungs. Yeah, I was reading this thing. I don't think it's an enhancer. I don't, I first yeah. of all, I think it should, it shouldn't be banned in the Olympics. Like, I agree. I don't think it should be banned. But I do think, like, it's wrong because we don't know if it's enhanced or not. So I think it's an enhancer in the way, no, it's not gonna make you run faster, but if you're the person that has like anxiety or like nerves about a race or something, I do think it can calm your nerves and not make you have those sorts of anxieties, which in turn could make you run faster. So I feel like 
for that reason, it, it should just put everyone on one equal playing field. If you want to do that before you go, then fine. And then everyone has that chance to be chill or like whatever you have it for whatever reason you smoke or whatever you do. But the other thing, like D, you were saying, um, it was a more interesting thing to me about just like, how have we started to normalize breaking rules so much? Like, yeah. I understand... I understand the rules are bent for some people. We all know that we're all grown. We all know that, but unfortunately it's just not like that for us. So I think we just need to learn like as a people rules are there for a reason. It's the same thing. You see it in the workplace all the time. Like Mm -hmm. weed is now becoming legal in multiple States, but a lot of jobs still can technically randomly drug test you if they want. And it's just rules are in place for a reason. If you don't want to break them, then make your own work, make your own world or work for yourself. And then you don't, then you won't have to answer to anybody anyway. Yep. I agree. I agree. Um, wholeheartedly. Yeah. Well, tying into this whole Olympics conversation, because the Olympics has just been wild this year, like just with their treatment, not only of like black athletes, but athletes in general. But I think one thing I was caught up on with the Olympics is the rules that have been created to hinder specific athletes, like specifically with the swim cap rule. Um, I don't know if you guys saw like a few weeks ago, the Olympics put out a rule that professional swimmers don't need certain swim caps to cover their hair to do well in their in their craft. So pretty much there were like a few um, black swimmers who obviously have natural thick hair who were wearing a specific type of swim cap to cover that so it wouldn't hinder them and their times where they're swimming and those swim caps got banned because they were deemed unprofessional and according to the rules and I think this was like quoted if you are an elite swimmer you don't need that type of swim cap to cover your hair but obviously when I think of elite swimmers they're thinking about a swimmer who has a certain hair type and potentially looks a certain way. So what do y'all think? Yeah. Look at the board. The made that yeah. decision. That's good. Agree with Aaliyah wholeheartedly. And like, yeah, some rules are just out flat bias, like for real. And those rules are not okay. Um, it also comes back to like what just Aaliyah just said, like we just got to get more people that look like us and understand us in those places because it's gone. We gone always have that problem people do not understand us at all they don't understand the certain things we need you know that's just like i've read something also to your point alexis like certain things like we think they are protecting us or they're to help us or help our hair and it's just not so i'm glad that somebody had the you know the knowledge and the in the experience to go and create a swim cap and hopefully they are able to fight against that and keep wearing it because that's just straight up wrong i never i never wore swim caps when i was really no i did when i was little i did sometimes because they didn't fit they didn't fit on my head forever to put on you were like the perimeter of your hair would always still be like yeah sucking it off it would just pull it off like this Mm -hmm. like when you come up it would like it would literally take your head up like this wait like so what do the new ones look like i never saw a picture i just read about it it's right well, here. They're just bigger. They're just bigger. Yeah. Oh, so they, they go can up. hold they, this. They yeah. hold our texture. Like, okay, here. got it. That's crazy. Yeah. But the inside and what? So oh, I don't hurt? know. Oh, I just know. That I don't know. I pray not. That that yeah, type of cap was banned because, because they thought. I don't know if they thought it was like an advantage, but they just said elite swimmers don't need swim caps that big. Got it. And that's what I mean. Crazy. By like, all or nothing, right? Like, if you're yeah. gonna ban swim caps, ban them all. 
Yeah. yeah I'm just being their hair. I mean, yeah. in, their, in the swimming okay. pool. Right. Good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but to say, oh, this specific one for you black girls. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I I think this year the only difference is like a lot of these issues have been brought to like right in front of our faces. I think these issues have literally always been in the list. Yeah, probably. Probably worse now, like in the past than now, because you can like record stuff, people are coming forward and like saying things. So I think they're just so in our face this year. And it's like one thing after the next. This wasn't even the only thing. There was a girl, I can't remember where she was from. But um, she had a disability, or I think it was like a hearing mm-hmm. issue, and they yes. banned, they like banned the person that like helps her with those issues. And I think she ended up having to like not do it because it's so dangerous. It would be dangerous for her to compete in something like swimming and not have that assistance there. Right. So it's not even just like honestly a racial thing. It's just yeah. like anything really. When you think about that, that's just like insensitive. Like how could you even think that that's okay? And I think some of these issues are just coming out now because people are frustrated. People are over it. We're coming out of this pandemic. People are tired. Like these people are putting their, their blood, sweat, and tears into this. So I think people just aren't accepting it anymore. Right. And they're like, mm-hmm. I literally will walk away. I agree. I, I think it was the Swedish volleyball team. They got fined. because It was the women's volleyball team. They got fined because they wanted to wear um, longer shorts Right. To be able to play because they have to wear like bikini bottoms to play. Um, that's the uniform. And they got fined for that. And I found that to be really stupid. Yeah. I kind of think it's cool. Like how, you know, how like not encouraging breaking rules, but like how they wore those shorts. Right. And people are like, well, why are they forced to wear bikinis? Like that's just demeaning mm-hmm. that people are like, I'll just pay for it. <laughs> you know, like I find it cool in one sense because it's like you shouldn't you shouldn't prevent people from like that whole bikini thing like you don't have to wear a bikini to play volleyball like literally they volleyball players play volleyball in shorts all the time so the fact that they had to have on hard crotch bikinis it's like for what like some of these rules just don't make sense to me they're like oh it makes you more aerodynamic like no (laughs) (laughs) it's like you perfs right absolutely be broken especially when it comes to stuff like that it's just like what you're wearing your appearance anything like that I just feel like it's fair game but like some of the more like fundamental things like you know like everybody knows Olympics always drug test right like that where you know you can't really nobody can really get by that well some people I agree majority of people you can't really escape that you know it's not gonna just be a fine but for something like clothes do whatever you want (laughs) it was interesting what they did with Russia though so Russia and the Olympics, they're not Russia. They're Russia's um, they're Olympic like a committee. committee. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like ROC, so, right? Mm-hmm. ROC, right? Mm-hmm. So the, um, the country of Russia can't compete for, they can compete in the next Olympics, but for this Olympics, they weren't allowed to compete and they can't compete in like worldwide competitions because they're so big on doping there. So what they did for the Olympics was they had, um, I think they said it's only 12 athletes in total that were able to compete in Russia, from Russia. And they were named after the ROC. They can't play the national anthem. They can't, um, so like they play a famous Russian um, um, orchestra player. Uh, I think he was, uh, yeah. They play his song for whenever they win or anything like that, and they can't fly the flag. They have like a different flag they have to fly. I thought that was. This is just a weird. Please. 
sorry. I just wanted to hop on real quick. Sorry, everybody who's listening. My dad is in town, so I kind of already had this plan. But I just want to say happy anniversary to us. It's been a great journey. I love all you guys and so many more. I do have to hop off now, but I love you guys. Oh, we love you, Love you, Lish. Lish, don't from the bathroom. Have fun with your dad. Love you. Bye, girl. Love you, T. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. That was really cute. Yeah. Nice little intermission. Yes. Yeah. Well, speaking of athletes, y'all, I don't know if y'all have heard about what has been popping on the shade room. I typically don't dwell there, but when I saw this story, I had to look into it because, oh my God, it was juicy. So I don't know if y'all know about PJ Washington and Brittany Renner. Um, They were a couple and pretty much the situation is she got the bag and she dipped. So she has been apparently Okay, let's let's rewind it back to the beginning. PJ Washington was an athlete at uh, the University of Kentucky. He was a star basketball player. Everyone knew he was going to go pro and get drafted. Brittany Renner, a well-known bag chaser, um, sought this out off the early, y'all. She started attending his games, checking him out, pretty much seducing the poor kid. Mind you, she is seven years older than him. Seven years older than him. So she started seducing the poor baby, pretty much wrapping him around her finger, making him fall in love with her. He goes pro. He believes they're really in love. She gets pregnant and they break up. And he tweets like, oh, you were fake. It was never real. And that poor baby is getting dragged in the comments because every guy out there is saying that he didn't look at the playbook. She was a well-known bag chaser from the jump. She's been linked to Lil Uzi, uh, James Harden, Drake, Trey Songs, Chris Brown. Literally, the list was like 10 names, y'all. So I want to know what y'all are thinking about this. I feel really bad for him, but should he have done his research? Like, I think she has a whole book out about the men that she's left with. Mm. That's a lot. Yeah. I wonder if his I wonder if his boys or like anybody around because I mean I'm not saying he might not have known he might not have been aware of who she was especially because you said she started you know scouting him out when he was a little bit younger but I'm sure somebody somebody in his circle should have known who she was yeah and nobody say nothing to him or was he too hard headed and he ain't listening I feel like when like young guys are in love they don't care what you say like when anyone's in love you could tell them x y and z and they'll be like but she loves me for me. How old is she? Uh, old enough to know better. 22. 22. Oh, he's no. a baby. Yeah, he's a baby. So she's seven years old. She's 29. <laughs> she's 29? That's, kinda, that's sick. Yeah. That is sick. Somebody had to have told him something. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe well, he, like, he makes better decisions uh, with spouse mates yeah. going, going, with spouse forward. Or, or, <laughs> whatever the word is, mates going forward because um, there's this thing called the internet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> your people's up. Wow. So I'm sure his uh, monthly child support payments will remind yeah. him. Yes. Yes. I pray they do a great job at co-parenting. Mm-hmm. That's a headache. Mm. Yeah. I just think it's kind of sick how she was like plotting on him when he was still in college. Yeah. The, the women do it all the time. That ain't nothing new. That ain't nothing new. I mean, 
We don't talk about women predators enough. Like we talk about men predators, but there are really women predators that are out here and that crap is crazy. Like they think it's cute. They think it's cool. And it's absolutely not. Yeah. Yeah. And not just on young people either. People do it on people the same age. Like you hear so many women talking about how, you know, they just want to have a baby with a man and then like leave, like, you know, so I think it is something that we should bring more attention to. Like that is actually not okay. Like if you go into something with that being your end goal, like that's never okay. However, I think he should have done his research in the age of Google. I don't care if you're not, I don't care if you're not even a celebrity you can at the very least Google someone first and last name. And I promise you, you will be able to find something. Like right. it's ridiculous that you aren't Googling someone that you're starting to talk to. Even if you are, I don't care who you are. You should always just see that as a nice check and balance. Yeah. Listen, that Maybe comes from FBI herself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know how to Google, then you can hit me up and I will help you. Yes. Maybe he, thought he was turning, yeah. Maybe he thought he was turning a hoe into a housewife. No, like sorry, nobody has anything. Too, that's, that's not his job. Some think people, about that some people think they can change them. You cannot change. The worst thing you can do is go on a relationship and think you're about to go change somebody. That is the biggest. That's not your job. Yeah. <laughs> like people change when they're yeah. with you because of their own. Like you know what I mean? But because they want yeah. to have a, like a mindset of changing somebody, bro. You'll be disappointed every time. Well, with a like that, he. I don't. You know. <laughs> I, I think some things you can a little bit depending on what yeah. are, but you're not about to change morals. that yeah. those are her morals her fundamental mm-hmm. morals and what she wants I mean her. not even that there's actual video footage of her talking about like if you want to get a bag real quick have sex with an athlete they never want to wear condoms and I'm like first of all we need to unpack a lot with this conversation <laughs> sexual health being the first one mm-hmm. like I I don't approve of that and if you are doing it I hope you get papers Second of all, like, I could never conceive of the concept of literally having a baby just for a bag. Like, you hope she getting what? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I hope she's getting their, like, STD papers. Oh, I, oh, I thought you meant paid. I thought you meant getting paid. I was going to say, that's what's wrong. <laughs> no, she not no, getting paid. No. That's a residue. I'm saying she, if she's going to have unprotected. Just right I'm saying there. if she's going to have unprotected sex, I hope for her sexual health that she is getting their STD documents. Yeah, getting like that, that confirmation. Yeah, I don't know about that one. She's a sex worker at this point. Like, I mean, yeah. let's just call the face <laughs> pay, and that's okay. Whatever, yeah. you know, whatever floats her boat. But don't be out here telling people you love them when you are just looking to. That's so sad. Actually, literally sad. sold the baby boy dream. Yeah. Yeah, but that baby boy, he needs to learn, and he just had to learn a little bit faster than he probably would. <laughs> more expensive. Yeah. We're yeah. gonna pray that he heals, right? Yeah. And he, he can forgive he's, her. He's a good father, and that he doesn't resent the baby because well, she already had the baby. Born. I don't. I think she's pregnant. No. And she's keeping it. He could be told that she. He could be told that baby. I can't stand your mom. Mm. <laughs> well that's you know talking about baby mamas and baby daddies there is somebody that we have to ring wedding bells for miss Issa ray congratulations is married she has tied the night with her boo and i'm here for it i'm here for all of it i'm here for all of it yeah every last bit when y'all first saw the post did y'all when y'all read the caption did y'all automatically like know like oh she's married she had me fooled because when i read the caption was. i was like oh this is a photo shoot like this is a photo shoot and then i was like no no it's not 
I thought it was too, but then I clicked on Vera Wang because I was just, oh, I thought, yeah. and she posted the picture and she was like, oh, I'm so happy for you, Issa. And then I was like, okay, it's real. It's oh, real. I didn't do that. I, I, that. I kind of felt like that was her type of humor. Like, y'all, I, I should have known. I so like, I thought that that was her. I literally had the biggest smile on my face because she was the most beautiful bride. She, she, was, she looked so great. Amazing. Like, did y'all believe it when she said that her friends just like coincidentally just came there and all had the same dress on? No. Yeah, that's the part of joking. I know, no, I know. But people in the comments like, really? Really? And I'm like, no, because I didn't recognize any of those women. So, Me like, either. Right. I would have known. That I thought Molly would have been in there or something, but yeah. I don't know how close they are. Those were like her homegirls, girlfriends. Yeah. 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 It was beautiful. It was. Yeah. I'm happy when I saw her. it, I was like, she's absolutely gorgeous. First yeah. of all, breaking news at work. Okay. They were like, girl, Google Easter <laughs> right now. And I was like, who is she? And I was like, she got married. And I was like, first of all, she looks gorgeous. Second of all, I was like, who that Harpo? Who is that? Who is that man? Yeah. I don't know. How many people had, like, what were some of the comments that y'all saw? People didn't think it was real. I didn't think A lot of people did not think it was real. Yeah, yeah. Some people just didn't think it was real. I saw people commenting on the fact that she kept him a secret. Yes. Mm -hmm. The whole thing of people keeping significant other secrets now, which I have my own views on that, but. Well, expand him. Talk, girl. Talk. <laughs> I, I don't know. I just, I think it, sometimes for celebrities, I understand because it's like, you're just trying to protect your peace, protect your happiness. And you know, someone always has something to say. Yes. So I do understand it from that standpoint. But for like normal people where you're not in like the limelight every single day, I do think it's a little bit strange when when you keep your significant other completely hidden for like forever. I understand if it's like the beginning and you're just trying to put feelers out and, you know, maybe you're just dating, but I think there's a difference between dating and then taking it to the next level. Let me ask you something, McKellen. And are you keeping someone a secret if you don't show them on social media, but you are out with them when you're, when you're out with them, you can tell that you and that person are a couple, um, you your know, close friends. Yeah, your friends, yeah, family. Hell, you walking down the street and somebody see y'all, y'all think y'all are close company. Is it that? Because I think there's a, 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 like, a disconnect sometimes. It's like sometimes we think, oh, they hit that person. It's like because they didn't post them on Instagram, you know. And um, I if some people think that because I mean, whatever. But well, I to your point like of view, confirmation. No, I mean that that's definitely true. For like somebody like Issa, I guess we would never know, right? Because her whole family theoretically could have known about that and mm -hmm. maybe just the world didn't know. But right. I do think nowadays, like I hear a lot of people saying like, oh, like I'm not going to tell anybody about this person forever. Maybe you'll tell your close friends, maybe your family. I don't know. But I feel like it's like a thing now, like people. And I guess my thing is like, why are you not telling people? I think you have to ask yourself that, that question. I think I some think people legit want to be private. I mean, some people legit fear that their person might have some demons and they might come out if they showed them all. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I think maybe some people a combination of the two. Yeah. I think some people might, I think some, some people might go in with the intention of keeping it private in the beginning, just in case, like, it doesn't pan out, like, not wanting to prematurely introduce this world to this person that they may or may not end up with. But I do think some people start that way and just kind of get caught up in the cycle of, like, maybe I don't need to 
you know, post that. I don't know. Right. I will say I I became one of those people who was like, oh, you'll meet my my person when I get engaged. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I'm just the older I'm getting, the more I'm realizing like a private life is a little bit more of a happier life. Right. I feel like but your your loved ones knowing like the people who are close to you, like if they know like that's important. But I feel like sometimes there's a lot that comes with putting stuff on social media and it can be flipped because I feel like sometimes like if you don't want to put the person on social media I mean if you do decide to put the person on social media your your significant other can question like are you just trying to is this just for like looks so I feel like it can be flipped if you decide not to put them or if you like what are your motives with putting them and not putting them um but I feel like it can get real messy like people are nosy people prey on your downfall it's just a lot that sometimes comes with putting all your business out there. So sometimes I think people just avoid it in order to just keep the peace in, you know, between the two of them. Yeah, I think like that's just a, a very like thin line, right? Like for me, secrecy is like I'm intentionally like hiding something versus like me being private. And it's like, I know that I'm not sharing that with people that I don't know on the internet. Right. You know what I mean? I agree with Rachelle, like, I wholeheartedly believe that there are people that genuinely do not like to see other people happy in this world. And Christian knows this. I don't know half of the people on my social media on Instagram because at some point I stopped accepting people. Christian literally would go through. So not even just Instagram, LinkedIn. Everywhere. YouTube. Who cares? People Mm -hmm. can walk down the street and have, you know, bad thoughts. I really do feel that evil spirits do roam this earth. And that there are people that really do not want to see you happy. And sometimes when you, sometimes you got to keep your blessings to yourself and to the people that you know, genuinely like care about you and care about your, you know, what you got going on. So um, I agree with McKinley though. Like, you know, it's a difference between hiding because you you yeah. think what you're going to find out is something you don't want to find out. And then it's a difference between who needs to know knows. And I will tell you, go ahead, Megan. No, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Now I was going to say, I feel like my mindset has changed because if I was to go back, maybe, I don't know, beginning of college, it was like, oh, if they don't post me, we we're not official. Like we're not for real because they're not telling the world that I'm with them. But I feel like, why do you need that validation? Like it depends on the relationship. Like that doesn't mean anything, but if you're sick, like everybody doesn't feel like they need that validation with putting their significant other on Instagram, just so you can say I'm in a relationship. If you're already securing your relationship, why do you need to do that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for me, I wasn't even talking about just social media, even something like people will be able to tell that you're in a relationship with someone like if I'm at homecoming and I pass RG, people gonna know we together. So yeah. you know, even yeah. didn't know. So even like something mm-hmm. like that where you're in setting with a lot of other people that you know you might know from college or like whatever setting, but like how do you move in like even like something like that? Yeah, I think it's very weird when people that are together act like they don't know each other in rooms. Like that. Yeah. I got some stuff say, with the homecoming conversation just fit with somebody out there. Yeah, it really does. So yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, I agree with what y'all are saying, though, about the whole social media thing. You know, I'm not even, like, a huge social media person. Yeah, I think it's, not. To be honest, I think it's all about just doing things with, like, intention and doing them for the right reason. Like, why are you actually doing this? Are you trying to protect your peace? And with the whole protecting your peace, I think you're always going to have things that, like, people are praying on your downfall about. So, like, the faster that you try to, like, get over those hurdles and, like, 
I think it's important to celebrate things too, because so much you just see like so many sad things happening. So I think it's okay to like show happiness sometimes and like show good things. I'm not saying you have to go out and show like your job offer or anything crazy like that, but I think it's nice and refreshing to see when like good things are happening too. And it's also like motivating to like other people, younger people coming behind you and seeing positive things and seeing positive couples and things like that. Some people don't follow me. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, I definitely agree with you, McKinley, for sure. And it was something else that you said that was really good. Think. everything you said was really good you just have to learn to protect your peace early on whether oh yes that's what you said yeah if you don't learn that now you're gonna live a sad miserable life if you're thinking about posting stuff not posting stuff because other people are on your downfall you're gonna be right i'm like i was gonna that's exactly thank you for reminding me um doing what's best for you like yeah like if if you post in you know every moment of your relationship is what is best for you do it if you being away from social media or not posting your relationship on social media it's good do it if you want to walk in a room and you and your spouse act like y'all don't know each other do it do what's best for you because at the end of the day what i realized is that everybody has their own view of what things are supposed to look like in their mind right and they project mm-hmm. that can you imagine out of us right like can you imagine each of us taking six projections on you and multiplying it by 10 you you you're no longer you at that point you're just taking everybody a little piece of everybody when that's not that's not how you want to live so i agree mckinley just do what's best for you honestly and i also feel like looking at the isa specifically because this has happened to a few other celebrities as well and they're celebrities and the ones who i'm talking about their husbands or fiancés now husbands weren't celebrities so i feel like that's how do you know they didn't have that conversation like if you're a, a you know big name celebrity like Issa Rae and you're with and she's with a now I'm not gonna say he's not a nobody but he's not a celebrity not a familiar face he mm-hmm. might not want to be out there like that you know until they're mm-hmm. together because that's his business out there so maybe that was a conversation that they had because this isn't the first time I've seen that like I've seen like Maria Taylor did it with her husband as well. She's with sports and she did that too. Just popped up and posted her wedding picture. And everybody's like, who is this random guy? Because he wasn't yep. a celebrity. Because exactly mm-hmm. like I was um, checking my email and all you see is like, I know East Bray's new husband. It's like, that's what she was trying to like, you know, she wanted to just enjoy her her fiance, enjoy her, her wedding. And then like mm-hmm. deal with all that other stuff. So. I mean, I think they did what was best for them and it was probably a really good move because she got to enjoy it without anybody knowing. Like, that is so amazing. We, some of us talk about these intimate ceremonies and these intimate moments and sometimes celebrities are robbed of that simply because of their stature. So I'm glad that she was able to, you know, experience that. Yeah, not to hate, but some couples, celebrity and non-celebrity could use a little secrecy and privacy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, some could use a little bit less too, you know, because, you know, some people be having husbands, wives, and kids on the side. So yeah. you, just, you just have to make sure the secret, not the secrecy, the privacy is for the right reason. Because I do wholeheartedly believe that some people are private because they don't want their other stuff to come out. Um, we should help people out right now. We should help them figure out, like, are, 
are you just private or are you a sneaky link? <laughs> oh, a sneaky link. If you need help, just give me a call and I'll be able to yes. identify which one there you go. Also, in the YouTube comments, y'all, or in our DMs, just, just leave the comments. And McKinley will we'll pass it to our PIs, um, Alexis Morgan and McKinley Jenkins. I will they not tell anybody from all that stuff. So <laughs> I told myself I was done with that life. And we're only going to charge you $99.99. But that's go. a good, funny question, though. Like, how do you know if you're a sneaky link or if you're just in a private relationship? Like, what are the telltale signs? Because I, not saying, like, everyone's been there at some point, but I'm pretty sure everyone has some example of where, like, they maybe thought they were here and they were here. Yeah, I think some people try to act like, I think more so maybe when you're younger or like early on in the relationship versus like when you've been together for longer or, you know, yeah. I think that takes a lot into account. But a red flag is when you're trying to take a picture, even if the person's not in it and they're all moving away and they're trying to <laughs> get people <laughs> you need to start running because some people are That's good. <laughs> that's good. And that's, that's, a, good. That, that's a great place to start, you know, honestly. Like, if you're not yeah. ready to show a person off, yes. start yeah. the arm. But if you're like me, I can recognize arms sometimes. Ah! It tattoo belongs to. Because uh... <laughs> <laughs> y'all know people be zooming. They do. Tattoos they really great. do. Yeah, you know, I agree. Like, I, especially if you're early on, I think people can be really judgmental. Especially yeah. if it's, like, someone that, like, a lot of people in your life know, like, I totally agree. And that's really not my ministry because I've never had that experience. So, you know, it's something. And advice to anybody that does have that experience, it takes two seconds to block a, um, <laughs> better words here, block a person. There you go. Um, there you go. <laughs> and at the end of the day, most people aren't going to actually come to you and talk mm -hmm. shit. They're going to say it to everybody else. Right. So if you think about it, that's actually pretty cool because you're getting all this buzz about you. I always say if it wasn't said to my face, it wasn't said about me because uh, mm -hmm. clearly you didn't have the balls to say it to my face. It's yeah. really if you hate someone, you kind of love them because you're doing a lot of talking about them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's be real. I like here. that. I like that. Mm -hmm. That's funny, though. Yeah. I would also say if. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. You go ahead. Oh. I was going to say um, oh, a telltale sign of you a sneaky link or the main thing. Listen to how they introduce you when you're around people. Yes. Okay. Oh, come on. Get us some examples, Alexis. Maybe they don't. Ooh, unfortunately, I'm just playing. Oh. <laughs> well, when Alexis was young and dumb, you know, she, you know, it's definitely trial and error. And you don't know until you're in the situation. But, like, if you're out with your quote-unquote person and y'all come across, like, one of their friends or someone they're remotely close to, and when they introduce you, they don't say a name that's like remotely close to a significant other title or explain the situation you're a link mm. you, agree you have it folks family or is this just friends <laughs> see i disagree friend girlfriend fiance you're engaged then you get married no not, that exists in the genius household i have known rg years old not really just since high school but it literally is friend it's different when you know he like. Like it. if you get around the homies and he's like, "This, this the homegirl. Oh, this, yeah. this home shorty girl. right here." Oh, or he'd be like, "Shorty right there is better than homegirl." Homegirl, <laughs> homegirl. 
you know, this girl, my lady, or like, you know, something close to that, and you have time in. <laughs> the weakest link. <laughs> we might have to do a post about that. Oh, that would be a good one. Like, like put a poll up. Mm-hmm. If we put a poll up on the story, like, or give people, have people do examples of like, were you a sneaky link? Uh, how did you know? Or something like that. We should definitely do that. All right. Well, can I bring up a topic that we didn't drop in the group chat? Yeah. So something that has been going around um, on Twitter is like black men are like, why are black women so negative? Like they're doing the whole Marcus Angela thing. If y'all have ever seen Why Did I Get Married? Like, why are you guys so, you know, angry and, you know, so negative? And to an extent, I get it, right? Because like a lot of things like, there was this post up and um, it was like, how to know, how to know if your boyfriend's nosy. And she was like, girl, for real? He did what? He was like, let me hear it. And he was like, here, I got the AirPods. Like you take one, I'll take one. And you know, some people thought it was funny. And then, you know, some people just beautiful Patty. He must think he's talking about you. He's cheating. You need to go through his phone. And it's like, why do we find like negative things to say about the most purest situations? Like, why is that? I don't really think that's a black woman thing. I personally think we're in a generation of people always wanting to have a negative opinion about something. That's a good point. That's a really good point. Like, I think you could be like, the sky is like such a beautiful shade of blue today. And it made me like think about this has been the best week ever. And someone would be like, someone died down the street from my house and you think it's the best week ever. I think people just like having something to say. Yeah. Personally. I didn't even think about it that way. You're right. It might not be even a race thing. This is like a try hard generation of like, my opinion matters and I'm going to just say whatever comes out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, how can I out bad day you? Like, if you're like, I had a bad day because my, my tire was, you know, flat and they're like, I had a bad day because I got fired. Well, I right. Somebody died. You're like, how do we get here? You know? Yes. Mm, how did yeah. we get here? And it's personally, with that situation, I feel like no offense. It, I hope I don't get canceled by this. But I feel like that was one of them like happy hoes ain't hating and hating hoes ain't happy situations. Like that's a fun moment between a girl and her boyfriend and someone who's upset, clearly felt quote unquote triggered and felt like they had to say something about it. Yeah. That's just like a post I saw. The girl was like, I'm sitting at brunch with my H&M shirt on and my H&M pants. And I'm looking around and I see these women with $3,000 to $10,000 bags. And I'm wondering to myself, do they have that in their purse? I know I do. And somebody put, <laughs> hi, I'm a woman and I'm a hater. Because <laughs> it's like, how do you think about these things and then feel comfortable putting that on the internet? Like, why? Even if you thought it, what, what was your point of sharing that? Like, why do people think that because you have that you aren't taking care of your finances like all this stuff like it's just negativity that's just like orbiting people just like to be mad people just like to have an attitude like that's like you know obviously this has been a really tough pandemic for a lot of people um but in some circumstances like some people have flourished they they might have gotten fired but they bounced back and started doing something that they love and it's like if you want to be excited for what you have or brag on what you have or just be happy about something in general. Someone wants to like rain on your parade. Like, and I feel like that has been happening a lot in the pandemic. Like, I think it's possible to, 
to be happy for your own circumstances, but acknowledge like things aren't bright for everybody. Yeah. But I feel like people don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that you're human and you're happy. They want to hear like, yeah, you spent a thousand dollars on a bag, but there are homeless people outside. Like, yeah, I think it's just people just wanting to be mad. And even I, I think you brought up a good point. It's like this pandemic taught me that, or I think I've always been this type of person too, though, but it's just emphasized it that even when turmoil and, you know, things are not going right for you, or you don't feel like you're where you want to be, it is okay. It's almost great. It is great for you to be happy when you see somebody else that you see close to you or even afar, be happy for them. Like, that that feeds me in a way that nothing else does. I really love seeing other people like flourish, right? Even if it's not me, because I think I'm very, I understand that timing is everything. And that's what I tell myself. I can never say, oh, well, why that was, why wasn't that me? It's because everything's in perfect timing, right? So like when you're happy for other people, it just gives you a different outlook on life. Like it really does. Like I wish people were just more, happy to see other people winning and realize that that will contribute to them winning themselves. Yeah. And to go back to Angela and Marcus, they just had a toxic relationship. Marcus like was awful, which inherently gave Angela anger. Like he cheated on there. Like, you know, like circumstances people, let's think about this before we generalize something. Yes. We need to uh, unpack a movie one day. Oh, can we vote for Batman? That would be fun. Like, that's me. Or why, why did I get married, y'all? That's why I started laughing as soon as you said. It. I think that movie is hilarious. I love watching. Yeah. I still say most iconic part. I got the shot. You got it from Walter. Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Oh man, that's a good movie. Well, how do y'all feel? We're one years. One year. One year in. <laughs> Doesn't even feel like it. Like it went by really quickly. Bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Very quick. I love it. I, I think we've it. grown a lot. And yeah. I feel like, like in the beginning. Like, yeah. I think recording this has like, I feel like I knew y'all opinions and how you felt about situations prior to, but like recording these podcasts, every time we do, I'm like, wow, yeah. I would have never thought that. And it's not like a bad thing. It's just like, there are more layers to us that yeah. I could have like, I believe in recording. Mm-hmm. Think about it. When we were in college, we didn't really have conversations like this. No. It was, what are we buying? To, yeah. for the what are we wearing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's happening for homecoming? Like, it what was, time are you getting there? Yeah. yeah. Who's dating who and doing what? Like, yeah. I think this is just like Alexis says, peeling back a whole nother layer to us. And it makes me realize that I love y'all even more because yes. there are times when we do not agree, but I love y'all still because y'all, that's okay. Like, Y'all are very much, I said what I said, and that's me too. So I love it because y'all. Delaria, typically the only people that don't agree on this podcast are me, you, and Alexis. <laughs> yeah, y'all are very vocal. <laughs> y'all stand I by I kid it. you not. After every it. podcast that where we've had like controversial topics, I have gotten off the podcast and been like, am I fucked up? Like, <laughs> am my opinions messed up? Because I feel like everybody was here and I was here. Yeah. No, you yeah. we got text, be like, hey girl, you made it to work just to make sure they're not like mad at you. Mad at you. <laughs> I got the podcast and I'm like, you yeah. see that thing I sent you? I'm the different one. You know, I dare to be different. Yeah, I also think 
want to know, are you eating Chick-fil-A now since you're going to be back in Richmond? Or are you still, uh, you know, I haven't had Chick-fil-A in some time because, you know, I'm trying this new healthy diet situation. Uh-huh. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Okay. To, to be determined. Okay, we'll see. Two okay. weeks in, we're going to see her chow down on a count. Yeah. <laughs> we have Chick-fil-A here. It's just not like down the street, but yeah. here. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's the Georgia thing. They're on every corner like a Waffle House. <clears throat> no, Waffle House has started to close um, like at 11 p.m. or 1 p.m. And that's just anti-Waffle. Oh. I pray for Georgia, okay? Oh, my God. Where do you go after the club? I don't go to the club. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> I can't wait to go to Waffle House in Hampton when we go to homecoming. So Y'all going to have so much fun. I'm gonna be sad that the rest of you guys are. I know. Okay, we will relink for our five-year anniversary of graduating. I will definitely be there for that. In two years. Yeah. Right. Y'all know I'm not. I don't even know. Okay. That's in two years. Three. Yeah. I'll be there next year. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for taking it with TGR for a whole year. And a decade to go. Uh, so we love y'all. Thank you guys for supporting us and for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Uh, make sure you click subscribe below at Kicking It With TGR Podcast. And you'll see much more here, including uh, Mind Your Business Mondays and what we watch on Wednesdays and everything else in between. Some fashion by Kay, some, some um, small business support by Kinley, some word of wisdom by Aaliyah and Talisha with her fitness and nutrition and you know me just I'm just here y'all I don't really care <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned we love y'all